Hey everyone, it's Carly and Jessica. We decided that since we talk about some serious topics that we should give some warnings. So this episode's warnings are domestic violence and death and dying, specifically towards when you're caring for your loved one and the trauma around that. everybody this is talk like a lady a podcast where we find out all about our favorite ladies i'm carly morton and i'm jessica fontana today our guest is angie dunn hey one of both of our (laughs) friends that's true yeah what are we drinking today angie we are drinking elysian space dust Is this one of your favorites? It's delicious. Well, I'm just going to pour this right in here. (laughs) I'm going to pour it into my mouth. Yep. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Into our special um, Talk Like a Lady beer steins. They're They're beautiful. They're super fancy. I love them. This thing's large. It's so big. <laughs> I've never done a podcast where I got a pint glass. Oh. Oh. I mean. Well, you're welcome then. We're fancy. We're fancy it's too. just the way we are. <laughs> mm. All right. So, um, since we gave you homework, we want to know who the featured badass lady is going to be today well i am featuring nicole beverly she and our friend sarah hoovar founded the enough initiative Mm -hmm. their website just so you know is the t-h-e dash enough initiative.com Nicole has been a friend of mine for about five years, and I met her on a domestic violence group, and I instantly became um, close with her. She's super strong. She's a licensed clinical social worker and works actually within a school. However, she's used her social work degree to advocate for other survivors of domestic violence, and Kind of part of her story is her ex-husband was found guilty of domestic violence and he was imprisoned. He ended up getting out, stalked her, and um, finally was put back in prison for stalking. Since being in prison, he has solicited her murder um, several different times and it has been documented from Several different inmates, several different inmates from different prisons have actually said the same story. Oh, so he's like everyone's favorite prison person. (laughs) Right. Slash piece of shit. Our worst nightmare. However, however, inmates aren't really credible. Right. So 
So they don't believe them? They don't. Great. So none of that um, worked in her favor as far as court. And he's scheduled to get out in a couple of years. What? Mm -hmm. Why? Why is that a thing? (laughs) Stalkers? Why is that a thing? I don't (gasps) know. That makes me angry. I know. There are stronger laws against abusive animals than there is for abusive women. Mm-hmm. significant others that's upsetting mm-hmm. i mean i don't want animals to be abused obviously well, yeah, but also obviously. i don't want uh human women to be abused for no reason and have no credibility about it right so nicole has two sons and has involved them in sports for all of their lives and she credits that to their um, successes. Mm-hmm. One of her sons is playing um, baseball and football for a college. Oh, cool. Got yes. a scholarship. Mm-hmm. Wow. And the other one is in high school now. So they're doing really well. Great. She is super badass. <laughs> she sounds. <laughs> I'm so, silent because I don't. I like, know. I, I, yeah. I don't even know what to say. So She's, she started the enough initiative and so she's helping other women with with like how actually they're actually their focus is going to be on prevention so it's education for kids ages or young adults ages 14 to 24 that's That's, kind of their that's amazing so mm -hmm. so she's focusing on high schools and colleges Mm -hmm. and they're doing prevention programs and um, one of when the you really say prevention, are we talking like education? education. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, is it? And you said she's in Michigan, right? She is in Michigan. So they're starting in Michigan. Are they? She's like, been doing it for a couple of years. Oh. So they started this thing with the football games, and everyone wore purple. Like even the football players would wear purple, and it was all about domestic violence. In because Oct- October is um, Domestic Violence Awareness Month, mm-hmm. so she's done that a couple of years, and her mm-hmm. goal is to do it in colleges across the nation. That's yes. a good idea. I know it's because, awesome. I mean, educate boys and girls and girls about domestic violence, mm-hmm. and then you know, teach them right. Yeah. Did you say she's is she? Is it just high school, college, or is she starting younger as well? She's doing high school and college right now. And then eventually they're going to do like um, groups for survivors, like kind of peer groups and wellness retreats. That sounds amazing. She spends all of her free time advocating for women. She's talked to the Michigan legislation. Um See, now so that would make me nervous. Yeah, <laughs> so she's she's testified in front of the Michigan legislation, and she has worked with the state coalition to try to get laws changed and the state's attorney's office to try to get laws changed, too. That's... I can't imagine... She's and just raising, having and yeah. raising two boys. Right. So she's got and her dealing own with stress and trauma. And, mm-hmm. trauma. Mm-hmm. and wow. on top of raising children and a, on being t- a social worker. Yeah. School social worker. School oh, social gosh. worker. Mm-hmm. 
And avoiding and a piece of shit ex-husband that stalks you. And then starting and threatens your the life. enough initiative. Never knowing if... Oh yeah. my gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, She's amazing. You could not have picked a better right. I know. badass woman. I know. Right. She... Ugh. I, now I want to I have chills. I have chills too. <laughs> yeah. That's... You guys need to go follow their initiative. They're yes. on Facebook. And we can... Um, we're going to try this out by putting their their website in the notes for this episode. Yeah. And, of course, we'll post it as well of in course. Instagram and Twitter. We will so. blow up everybody's social <laughs> media with it because yep. that's what we do. Mm-hmm. So also Nicole has done a bunch of interviews with local uh, media and also Discovery ID did an episode on her and yes and makes her my hero right and on top of everything else (laughs) they're doing a movie about her so it's in the works they're just trying to find the cast right now oh my gosh yes that's amazing we she's so strong i want to be her friend i know you are now oh oh hey nicole hey girl (laughs) let's go facebook stalker angie that yes. was ugh. that's a good badass yeah yes. that was a good one really good job damn okay so let's start by talking about where you grew up kind of what your life was okay yeah i grew up in small town illinois our town was like 5,400, and the 400 was really important. <laughs> right. <laughs> there was very little diversity in our town. I think there were just probably like three or four families that were not white. Sounds so, like where we grew up, too. <laughs> Do you feel like the thing, like the way you thought about the world is drastically different now or were did you always kind of feel the way you feel about things now my grandpa was my maternal grandpa was um the township supervisor so he worked with um a lot of people in poverty and um really instilled that it doesn't matter if you know they're the ceo or the janitor you treat them the same. Right. So my mom obviously did the same thing, and I learned that way. So when were you exposed to different cultures and races and religions and everything? Like, um, When I was in college, I learned about other religions. Mm-hmm. I was raised Catholic. Me too. Yeah. And yeah. then... Um, In one of my grad school classes, they asked us when we first had a person of color as a professor, and that was in grad school. Oh, God. Right. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. Yeah. We have a lot to do in this country. Yeah, we do. West. (laughs) (laughs) So, besides grandpa and mom, do you, were there any other major influences when you were a kid? I was super close to my maternal grandmother. She was kind of my person. Yeah. And um, when she passed away, 
2010. Um, it was really hard on me, but you know, I've had a lot of strong women in my life. So that's good. My mom and her sisters and my dad's sisters and my dad's mom are amazing. They're so strong and everyone is so humble. You just keep giving me chills. Lady. I know. <laughs> She's like, oh, I lived in a small town, but yeah. like my grandpa was super cool. And yeah. so he taught my mom to be super cool. Yes. So we were pretty super cool. Uh, we were. Side we note. Were. You're on the hysterical couch, and we're on the sobbing couch. Oh man! So oh, yeah, yes. so you can uh, feel free to do just what you sob need to do hysterically. Over there. No, you're sobbing. <laughs> no, no. But that's why we have the crying, the crying Kleenex box because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we cry here a lot. <laughs> I will only t- cry tears of joy because oh, life not is me. good. <laughs> no, I cry all the time. It's dumb. <laughs> it's not dumb. Well. I don't know. Some of the things I cry about are pretty dumb. So I want to talk to you about relationships and dating. How about that? (laughs) Carly's getting in it. (laughs) It's my favorite. Oh, man, it's really hard. I know you're a mom. Mm -hmm. How many kids do you have? I have four children. Oh. (laughs) My Daughters are 23, 22, and wait, edit that one out. (laughs) (laughs) And 20. Nice. They're each like a year and a half apart. Uh huh. And then 11 years later, I had my son. Yeah. He's nine and a half. (laughs) Oh, he's little. You do that. I don't want to do that. But is there any, do you have any good relationship advice or any, you know, warning stories? (laughs) Well, (laughs) actually, no, just kidding. To be fair, (laughs) I do. You know, I was married for eight years to my girl's father. Mm -hmm. And then I was single for like six years maybe seven years and um I was married for a year (laughs) and then I've been single since I I think my advice is you know just you have to heal yourself before you can you know be with someone else that's good advice yeah you have to love yourself before you can love someone else it's true and don't be afraid to like be alone yeah. We talked, I, t- I was talking to someone about going, like going to bars or going to restaurants or going to a movie just by yourself and mm-hmm. like doing it. And I don't remember who it was today. Well, last week, Jenna. Oh, yeah. Traveling, like our friend Jenna. She's traveling alone. Travel, she, moves. Yeah. Just moves mm-hmm. across the country by herself. Like, okay, bye. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. But just being able to be by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's hard for most people. Yeah, people for real. Yeah. Do you have any parenting advice? (laughs) I would say (laughs) just parent your kids as individuals. You know, each of your children are so different, and their needs are different. 
how they react to things are different. Just treat them as individuals. And I have not been the best at that, <laughs> but I'm, le- I'm still learning. Well, that, yeah, I could not agree more. Mm-hmm. Right. You just constantly learn like from your kids, Absolutely. from yeah. other moms. And my boys life. are so different. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so different. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. And not expecting the same things from yeah. each of them. Right. And not having high, too high of expectations in general. Mm-hmm. I think that's hard. I have really high expectations. Of no, I just mean like of even like their behavior. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes my six-year-old will act like a six-year-old. And it's right. real fucking annoying. Right. Like, it is. I mean, there's no yeah. getting around it. It is. Like, he's just, and he's. It's real annoying when 11-year-olds yeah, that too. act like 11-year-olds. Yeah. But sometimes I think we place higher expectations on them than yeah. what should be. I mean, and it's hard to it's separate. Just, it's, taken, it's taken a step back and yeah. realizing that. Yeah. Like, it's they're hard. not miniature adults. Mm-hmm. They're kids. They are. And it's hard to separate our desires mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, expectations on them. And ex- expectations mm-hmm. from others. True. Because I think sometimes if I'm out somewhere and my my six-year-old is acting like a mm-hmm. six-year-old, I'm like, <gasps> I've gotten, I feel like I've gotten better. Mm-hmm. Also, I have a really good mom look, though. So. <laughs> Just that works too. Give them the bitch face. <laughs> yes, my RBF. Turns also, out it's also useful. remember that they only have access to half their brains until they're like twenty-five. So right, right, yeah. So <sighs> when you're six <laughs> or eleven, <laughs> twenty-two, <laughs> or. Nine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All the ages. Mm-hmm. All the ages. I mean, I don't, I, I probably don't have access to half my brain now when I'm 38. <laughs> <sighs> I have full access to like the 16 year old part. <laughs> so feel free not to answer this. Okay. Tyler, this could be an edit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, as far as dating and relationships, like, is there anything you look back and think, God, I fucking did that right. Or fuck, that was not. Cause I, I, as, as adults, I can like, we can look back and be like, fuck man, that was my teenage brain or even early twenties or whatever. Like, is there, are there things that you look back and think, man, that was badass or nope. I should have noped on right out of there. <laughs> There's a lot of nopes. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, you know, with my girl's dad, mm-hmm. you know, I loved him and he loved me. We just grew apart. Yeah. And that was really hard to deal with. Um, and then dealing with or co-parenting together was difficult. Um, we both loved each other, but we drove each other crazy. (laughs) So it was kind of hard to separate that, but I feel like we both tried a hundred percent to put our girls first. So the way it should be, it should be, we weren't always perfect at it. We weren't always good at it, but you know, like we would split holidays. So like 
you know, um, if his parents did something in the morning on Christmas and my family did something on the evening, we would just switch. And so that's how it should be because 100%. you want your kids to yeah. be able to see that. Absolutely. And you don't want to make it hard, no matter how much you might want to make it hard. It was so <laughs> hard. You it's don't hard do that. Mm-hmm. Right. And sometimes it's just shitty. Right. Again, we messed up a lot, but. Right. Yeah, but that's, it's such a hard thing to do because you're dealing with your own feelings Mm -hmm. while loving your kids and wanting the best for them. Mm -hmm. And those two things don't always line up Mm -hmm. perfectly. That's true. So it's just getting through it. Because we all just try our best. I won't say all. There's not good people. Yeah, sometimes people don't try their best. <laughs> sometimes there's they some try really their worst parents. and they're like assholes. Yeah. But they're I feel like the good ones, they're just doing their best. That's it. I want to do another shout out to some badass women. Let's do it. Okay. Do it. It's my girls. Yes. Oh, please do. You guys really have no idea. They are amazing. Even through having to deal with parents who were not together and it wasn't always great, they've, they're really, really good kids. They have so much empathy. They support each other. They're productive in our society. And um, a year ago in, in uh, July, their dad was actually diagnosed with stage four cancer. And it was a surprise to everyone. So my oldest daughter and my youngest daughter basically moved in with him in St. Louis. And my middle daughter couldn't because of, because she's in the army. Mm -hmm. And, um, they took care of him for four months. They did absolutely everything. They were up with him through the night, making sure he took his medications on time took him to chemo, talked to the doctors, um, cleaned up, you know, messes. You make good babies. I do. I do. Damn. Excuse me, I need a Kleenex. (laughs) (laughs) I would go, you know, occasionally on a weekend and, you know, 12 hours in, I was exhausted. I don't know how they did it. But it's just their their love, and they're so damn strong. So also, you raised you, <laughs> you raised them. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the mistakes you made and blah blah blah. <laughs> they're beautiful people. Mm-hmm. You did that. You guys both did that. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. We did. We did. I know. It doesn't always work out like that. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's amazing. It, it really is. I'm take some credit for that, lady. That's that's I'm most proud of them. Use your sleeve to wipe your nose. Hmm? Use your sleeve to wipe your nose. I don't even have sleeves. <laughs> I don't know. A t-shirt. I mean, you would think it was winter here or something. Your girls. Yeah. 
So they're going to also, I mean, they're changing the world now. Like, they're so strong and passionate about social justice issues. And, yeah, they're amazing. They were also working part-time and taking care of him. So one would work during the day and take care of him at night. The other would work during the night and take care of him during the day. So it was crazy. And then my middle daughter really struggled because she was four hours away and she couldn't leave. You said she's in the army? She's in the army. Where is she stationed? Well, she was stationed at Fort Leavenworth. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, she would go there as much as she could, like every weekend, and just try to help them. Yeah. Just on a personal level, I know, like it's it's never been my dad, but family in general, I think how amazing it is that they, like I get that there's some trauma there mm-hmm. and sadness and grief and but just that extra time that they had with them yeah and conversations and mm-hmm. hugs and I mean anything else like mm-hmm. it's just it's it's amazing to so, know that their time was limited it made it extra special it's beautiful right like again chills <laughs> Again, I can't even make my kid go, like, (laughs) clean her room, (laughs) let alone, you know. I didn't make them do this. This was all on their own. We have good kids. We all do. That's true. (laughs) That's true. Okay. Let's move to something less emotional. I mean, emotions are okay, everybody. Sure, yeah, it's fine. Okay. It's great. But <laughs> let's talk about jobs. Yeah. Okay. You went to school. Yeah. I know you did because you said you did. So <laughs> what do you do? What right. do you do as your job? Yeah. Well, right now I'm working on my master's in social work. Mm-hmm. My undergrad degree is psychology. Mm-hmm. And I worked in the field in mental health for a while and absolutely love it. But now I feel like I want to have maybe a bigger impact, not on an individual, but like on um, policies and you know, kind of fixing le- legislation that's really antiquated. Yes. You're making me so happy. I know. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I just keep smiling. That's you like between the so tears. Special. So cool. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, I, yes. I can take notes. <laughs> like, what do you do for a job? <laughs> Whatever. Oh, God. I do stuff. It's pretty cool. And she's like, mm, I'm going to go change laws that suck and I'm like god damn it what made you because so I went to school for social worky kind of stuff and I have my reasons Mm -hmm. what are your reasons that I I, there's nobody that went into that field without a reason you're right yeah you're right what most of us mind telling us your reason I feel like I've always been one who wanted to empower others and lift them up. Well, I, I feel like I I started out like in, you know, elementary school and probably middle school, you know, worrying about fitting in and the click and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
don't we all? Yeah. And then I was like, that's ridiculous. So, you know, I... What age did you think that's ridiculous? Mm -hmm. Well, probably eighth grade when I got kicked out of the popular group. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 39 and I still struggle with that. Right. Just, I just want everyone to like me. (laughs) Yep. You don't even, I don't even have to be your best friend. Just like, like don't hate me. Yes. I mean, it's real. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, it's just part of my personality is trying to really make people feel comfortable and fit in and lift them up. I'm not always great at it. You know, I don't do all the best things, but, you know, we all are deserving um, some people aren't. <laughs> right. <It's> true. <laughs> to review. Some to review. Bad people. Some people are stupid assholes. They are. So, the anyway. ones are deserving. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I'm not it. as wholesome as you guys are acting. You're so wholesome. I'm not. And fresh. <laughs> Do you need to talk dirty to like... No. Right. <laughs> Would that make Hi, you... Mom. <laughs> Uh, hi, mom. Because <laughs> all right, I, mean, I had I her on. Mother, so <laughs> I'm not worried about your mom. Pardon. Right. Well, maybe you should be. <laughs> hi, Kelly. <laughs> so I do just want to talk about a new job that I just got. Yay. I yes. start tomorrow. We're so excited to hear about it. Actually, I'm gonna oh. work. For... Oh, look, the podcast dog is here. <laughs> I'm going to work for a domestic violence agency, a state domestic violence agency. No way. Yes, as the criminal justice advocacy coordinator. What even is that? Uh, So I will improve the criminal justice responses to sexual assault, domestic violence, dating violence, and stalking. I am going to be working with, I'm going to be training advocates across the state and criminal justice professionals, and uh, working with ab- advocacy programs, building collaboration, drafting protocols, and best pa- practice standards. <laughs> I know for criminal justice professionals on the issue of sexual assault, domestic violence, and enforcement and protection agencies. Are, are you fucking kidding me? No, right I'm now? so hey, excited. Carly, let's describe our faces right now. Okay, here's my face. My mouth couldn't be any more open. I'm pretty sure it's on the ground. <laughs> and there's tears coming out of my eyes. <sighs> I I said in my interview, I'm like, I feel like this job was created just for me. It's part-time, so I can finish school, first of all. And it's exactly what I want to do. How the fuck is that part time? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay. First of all, congratulations. Thank you. Second, holy, holy shit. <laughs> I'm so excited. My jaw's still like, on the ground. I don't. <laughs> Isn't it perfect? That's amazing. I know. I, know. I told you guys. That I know. Is so cool. I. I, I am so happy. I'm so happy. Dude. <laughs> it's you perfect. You give it some time, and you're going to be with your friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's going to be a Missouri thing, too. Yeah. Right. And, and Kansas. a Kansas. So that is so cool. <laughs> I know. Do you want to ask I me? Feel like I've, I feel like I've just been doing a lot of 
non-dirty heavy breathing during this <laughs> which is unusual to it is unusual. <laughs> right like, it's not uncomfortable heavy breathing it's like just I, joyful and like proud uh, how did you hear about this um honestly like on the website <laughs> that's okay yeah so when you saw this did your heart rate like spike like this is it this is my jam. I was like, yes, this is it. But also I'm like, mm, the imposter syndrome. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, can I to, do this? Yes. But I don't know. I mean, we qualified. talked earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I had to submit a writing sample and in addition to like my resume and cover letter. Then <laughs> when I interviewed, I had to give a 10 minute presentation. Yeah. It was like crazy. It's the biggest thing I've ever done. And you got it. You I got it. Fucking you nailed it. that shit. I did. I was so confident because I'm like, this is my job. They oh saw it. Oh my God. That is mm-hmm. so cool. Do you know what I would have done if I would have seen that stuff? <laughs> Vomited <Next>. everywhere. <laughs> oh, I did that on several jobs at that same agency before that. That's an inspiration. I'm not just saying right. that. Thank you. That That's- is amazing like i i don't i i I can't even make a sentence that is coherent (laughs) we talked about earlier how social work everybody has a reason yes what is your reason for going specifically into the domestic violence side of social work so uh you know, growing up and, you know, in, in my early adult life, I assumed that I knew what domestic violence was. You know, it's like if somebody's hitting me, I would be <laughs> sorry. Right. If somebody hit me, I would be out of that. Right. You know, like that's absolutely good. no. But that's not always what domestic violence looks like. Right. And, um, it took me being in a domestic violence relationship to understand that. And unfortunately I learned the hard way. However, it has made me who I am and I'm so strong and so ready to make changes because our system is really fucked. It really is. You guys, it's super fucked. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really bad. So I have not been able to really affect change in my personal uh, story or or, uh, court thing. Mm -hmm. Fix that, Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler, help us. Okay, wait. So I have not really been able to affect change in my own court case. Mm -hmm. So this is so validating for me. And I feel like it's like avenging you know like everything I've gone through like I'm gonna help other people even if it's just one person but I hope to like change laws and change um those professionals that are in the position to make decisions of um other families I'm hoping to change their minds earlier pre-recording Mm-hmm. We were talking, and you were talking something that's very 
important to you for personal reasons is domestic violence, post-divorce, post-relationships. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of go into that a little bit? Sure. Um, I feel like people believe that once the relationship is over, that domestic violence is no longer an issue. In fact, I was told that by a professional. Oh, oh yes. okay. Like if you have to share custody of a child and you still have to go and, you know, talk yes. to your abuser. Mm-hmm. Or to have to allow your child into that situation. Right. Where you're not sure they're safe. And it doesn't affect, just affect me and my child. It affects my other children who were also involved in that situation and to have to let their brother go. Mm-hmm. Their sibling, and to have to let their sibling go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, I just, I can't even describe the amount of impact, the pervasiveness it has had on my life, on my family's life, um, financially, emotionally, um, physically, just everything. So we are on our way out of it. (laughs) We're on our way up, but it's taken a long time to get there. Mm Mm-hmm. That's, and it's hard to deal with trauma when you're still in the middle of it, even if it's 10 years later. Let's just review that statement. You can say it again if you want to. (laughs) Say it again, friend. Sorry. It's hard to get through or deal with trauma when you're still in the middle of it. 100%. (sighs) I could not again. say that better. You would do it, though. That's what we're going to have to name the episode. <laughs> it's going to say, grab a box of Kleenex. Yes. <laughs> and you're going to make you cry. But this is also, like, so empowering. Like, it it's, is. A, it is. it's good. It's good. I mean, you're... Absolutely, it's good. You're sitting on the hysterical couch. (laughs) Being not hysterical. Being not hysterical. (laughs) Being a fucking badass bitch. Right. Who has gotten through all of this. That's amazing. You've raised beautiful children, empathetic children, Mm -hmm. and to review... We need more empathy. Yeah. Please, world. It's beautiful. It's it's not pretty. (laughs) No. It's real, but, you know, I hope that I have given my children the foundation and the encouragement to... Just keep going. No matter what is going on, just keep going. I mean... I think that's been proven, lately. Yeah. And fight, you you know, the status quo. Like, I think you done did it. 
Yes. You have. Angie Dunn did it. Maybe you that's done. what it's called. Angie Dunn, Dunn did, did it. it. <laughs> I mean. <sighs> God. I mean, I feel like. This is I mean, a somewhat redundant what question at this point, but do you have any uh, better advice? <laughs> well, do you have a, a, a me too situation <laughs> beyond what we've talked about? Yeah, already. I have. I just want to talk about. <laughs> I have a lot of me too moments that. I don't really want to get into, but, you know, started when I was very young and honestly still occur, even though I'm 45. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I don't think it stops. Probably. No, because that would would require... Other people to have self control. So, but wait, listen. I'm currently in a systemic oppression class, and one of the um, professors just brought up the um, preamble. Nowhere does it say women. So, so legally, we are still second class citizens. We have no rights. So. Yes, so we need to change the Constitution. Well, we need to just change some laws. Which but you're our, on your way to doing. But our foundation is the Constitution. We have to change the Constitution. Yes. Sorry. We had to let um, <laughs> podcast dog onto the sobbing couch. <laughs> he was crying too he much. He was crying. Little fucker. <laughs> She doesn't mean Sorry, it, Sebastian. So you would love you. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> um, I... Should we should we bring this up? Should we do some wheel of fortune? Let's do it. Wait, what? Okay. I trust you. <laughs> should should you? <laughs> should you trust us? Nope. What is your worst fear? Oh, shoot. Um, <laughs> my worst fear is the safety and happiness of my children. I mean, that's a good one. <laughs> it is a good one. I mean, it's really the one. It's, it's the one. Mm-hmm. You're right. <laughs> All right. What would you do if you were the opposite sex for a month? <laughs> Pass. No. Oh, yes. Come on. Pass. You would touch your wiener. Say I, it. I no. You would put it in weird things. <laughs> I already said pass Pudding. before this. This is Carly's answer. Is what's happening right now. <laughs> What else would I do? Warm pudding. I just... <laughs> <laughs> Tyler's ass. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, you win. You win. You got it. You won. Do not put that on here. None of this. Oh, no. It's going in. No, it is not. <laughs> it is oh, not. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, 
something on your bucket list. Ooh. That's hmm. a good one. I really want to do a lot of traveling. Financially, I haven't been able to do much. Not even... Um, in the United States, but I would love to travel internationally. Do you have a like number a one dream? <laughs> number one country Ours to visit is like Ireland and yep. Scotland. Oh so. yeah, I want to go. Okay, wait, I can't remember the name of it. Just the name of the country? Me, no, El Camino de something. Just leave me alone and Mexico. No, Spain. Spain. It's Spain. Okay, España. <laughs> What she said. Espanol. <laughs> El Camino de Santiago. Ooh. Now, what draws you to that? It's really like um, an individual pilgrimage. And um, I feel like um, it's kind of the epitome of what, of my life so far. Kind of being by myself and, uh, getting that courage and independence to really god damn it what (laughs) that sounded great keep going yeah i want to go there now where are we gonna go what are we gonna do let's go play we walk how old is this place it's just it's a i don't even know how long the walk is hold on Oh, it's just like a road. So it's basically where you find yourself oh, and you you walk for yes. like days. Oh, weeks. yeah. Um, oh, wait, can someone push me days. in a wheelbarrow or no. something? Because <laughs> nope. Ooh, I'm so oh. lazy. <laughs> Carly, we're soulmates. You you. <laughs> can we get a a double adult stroller. Do you have like gonna, backpacks that you'll we fit are gonna in? run I'll that take shit, you. Carly. I'll thank you. You're running. Hey, <laughs> couch to 5K. Come on. Let's do it. No, that I don't was so I think like this 10 is years ago. <laughs> I think this is different. But it's what? gonna be like all these people on this trek. <laughs> we'll be like, bye, bitches. And then like three seconds later, right. we'll be like, I'm out. Okay, okay. Let's, let's, let's get together. <laughs> So about that double stroller. (laughs) Where's the plane? (laughs) Anyway, I love other cultures and want to be able to spend time really immersed in them and not just like visit. Yeah. I just love people. Oh. So I have been to Italy Mm -hmm. and it doesn't take long to really be immersed really it's (sighs) do you feel like paying for my trip (laughs) (laughs) only pay for mine (laughs) (laughs) no it's uh I mean I shouldn't say that everybody's different but it's there's so much beyond this country mm-hmm. and the history and the culture. We are and the so people. ethnocentric. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's amazing, but it doesn't, it, it doesn't take long until you really realize that and mm-hmm. just 
start feeling that. It's pretty great. But I haven't been in a long time. And I can hardly even look at pictures because it makes me so sad. I want to go back so bad. Seriously. It's, oh, I love it so much. Would you move? Um, I feel like, so <laughs> I love my grandparents, but I wasn't around them as much as what I want for my grandkids or my grandkids for my children and their grandparents. So for right now, I feel like in my family, I want my children to be as close as possible to their grandparents. And so right now, unless we all moved, I wouldn't move, but Mm -hmm. also I'm kind of obsessed with my children so let's say 10 years from now, I, I, unless they moved, I would have a hard time <laughs> moving away from them. But if it, was, if it was a situation where we could all move, mm-hmm. absolutely. I totally understand that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I want to move to like Denmark or Sweden or... Oh, somewhere with... Um, Holland. Somewhere where, where healthcare is yes. universal. Exactly. <laughs> what? Oh, That's yes. ridiculous. 100%. Yeah. Right. We all want to. No. <laughs> Spin next, the wheel. Next question. Okay. Yes, I have to pee. Is that what the question is? <laughs> no. Okay. Edit this, Tyler. No. Okay. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? It would be self-confidence. Um, belief in myself and, you know, I do have a lot of experience and I have a lot of positive qualities, but especially as women, I feel like we are conditioned to downplay that and, um, or make excuses for why we are successful. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Preach. Yes. So because you're not confident, you're just being a bitch. Or yeah. Right. Or even if you are confident, you're being a bitch. Right. Anything. You're just being a bitch. You are. God, bitch. You are being a bitch, Carly. I I am. Oh. It's true. You sit on that couch. <laughs> this podcast is basically us yeah. being bitches. Yeah. No, but right. we try. No, it's uh I couldn't agree with you more on that. It's I I just don't know a woman who I don't care what you look like or how successful yeah, there's, you are as far as society is concerned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just, I don't know that it matters. I hope that the generations that follow us will be better because we're trying, God damn it. Right. We are, but think of like... You know, the generations before us that have been trying and it's like two steps forward, two steps back, one step forward, one or two steps back. That's kind of ridiculous. But you know what I think? And this is (laughs) not proven, but I think that a lot of that was so female focused And something that I think is a little bit different now is that now we're looking at the boys Hmm. as far as 
How Let's, can we fix this? How do we fix them? How do we make them not be assholes? Yeah. yeah. Not be the raping machines. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um but just even their views on women and their entitlement. Yeah. I'm not all men. But even like with my boys, like understanding that there's a whole rainbow of beauty and is that weird to say uh, like no. just and Actually, I don't mean like I'm not saying that it's just color I'm saying is size and yeah. color and education education or, and religion yes all everything. of it <laughs> that there's just it's it, beauty is everywhere and it's I think I think we are starting a little bit at least to focus on the guy side question Mm -hmm. last question before we wrap this up are you good at taking compliments no (laughs) (laughs) too fucking bad give yourself one damn oh shoot Mm. (laughs) fight the brain oh fight it pew 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 So Star Wars. <laughs> so Austin Powers. <laughs> you know, I am very strong. I've been through a lot of things and I haven't always been, you know, successful at oh, God damn it. <sighs> No, I have been successful at changing that. You know, I feel like society is like, oh, damn, like you were depressed for, you know, a year or two years. That's not sex. Sex. It's a sex thing <laughs> That's not successful, but damn it, like it is. Mm-hmm. You know, we are human. We go through shit. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And it's just like coming out on the other side. <laughs> I love you the best. <laughs> oh, man. All you right. just have to keep getting up. That's all. Yes. You're right. You are correct. Uh, <laughs> all right, everybody. I think that we've all had about <laughs> enough of us. <laughs> So, I just want to say thank you for listening. So um, much. So much. Uh, we really like it when you listen to our podcast. Um, I want you to go visit theenoughinitiative.com. It's the dash enoughinitiative.com. Also, you should probably go visit us on our uh, social media. It's at T-L-A-L podcast. That's for our Twitter. That's for our Instagram. And then we really, 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 really want you to send us 
an email. We want your emails. We want you to tell us if we suck. We want you to tell us if we're awesome. Don't tell us if we suck. Yeah, don't. I was lying that What you want to hear about. What I want to hear. I want you to tell me about badass ladies that you know. People you think would be good on our podcast. So to do that, it's T-L-A-L-P. C-A-S-T at Gmail. Go and give us ideas of people to talk to. But also, if you have stories, if you have Me Too moments, if you have fucking beautiful moments in your life as a woman. Just talk to us. Email us. That's all we want. We just want some... We just want to talk to you. Please, babe. Please like us. Yeah. (laughs) God damn it. Like Lennon Doyle says, it's brutal moments. Brutal and beautiful. See? Yes. Fucking listen, guys. Let's pay attention to women because there's a lot of things that we bring to the table. Oh, my God. So much. That's right. So like us. Review us. Do it. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Uncle, bye. Bye.